evening. Welcome to This is iBug Buzz episode number 520. Welcome to the iBug Buzz for Monday, February 7th, 2022. I am Maria and I will be facilitating the conference tonight along with Sandhya. <clears throat> This is an open forum for anyone with questions or issues with their iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Apple Watch, or Apple TV, and for anyone desiring to become more proficient in using the accessibility features of these iDevices, and we do focus on voiceover here. So welcome to everyone who has joined us in uh, joined in tonight live and those who are listening to the conference via the recorded podcast playback. So yes, as you've heard, this meeting is being recorded. We kindly have a few rules that we ask everyone to follow to help keep the meeting running as smoothly as possible. First, we ask that everyone stay on mute when not speaking. We ask that also when you want to ask or answer a question that you unmute and then say your name and wait to be acknowledged by one of the facilitators. Again, that's myself, Maria or Sandhya this evening. So we do not use the raise hand feature of Zoom on this call. Um, very important, please don't just speak out or make any kind of exclamations while others are speaking. If you want to announce yourself, uh, wait till there's a break in the conversation. Um, speaking when others are speaking is very disruptive and distracting. And once you've asked your or answered a question, we ask that you kindly give others a chance to ask or answer questions so that everyone gets a chance to participate in the meeting. So just uh, give others some chance before you ask your next one or make your next comment. Very important, we ask that you please minimize your background noise. So things like phones are ringing and people talking and TVs and clock chimes and stuff like that. Uh, if we have to tell you a couple of times, twice, that you have too much of that background noise, then we may have to remove you from the conference again to uh, keep the quality of the call as high uh, as possible. When it is time, the ways that you can mute and unmute yourselves in the Zoom app on an iPhone, the mute button toggles at the bottom left corner of the screen. In the uh, On the iPad, that uh, mute button on the app is at the top center of the screen. On Windows, on a PC, you're going to toggle with Alt-A, and on a Mac with Command-Shift-A on the Mac and PC, you can use the space bar as a push-to-talk, meaning you press it uh, and hold it, you talk, you're temporarily unmuted while it's being held down, you release it, and you're back to being muted. On a phone, if you're dialing in, you're going to toggle muting with start six when it is time. So uh, with that, I'm going to now turn it to Sandhya to tell you about some of the many, many things that we have going on. Sandhya. All right. Thank you, Maria. So what do we have going on this week? Well, we have tomorrow on Clubhouse from five to six. All times are going to be central. We're going to be doing the mini buzz. So a shorter version of what we're doing here tonight. So please come with any more questions. Maybe if they don't get all answered today or you think of something in the middle of the night, bring them to us tomorrow. Then we have on Thursday, Vila Book Club. We are reading a very interesting book. It's called Sapiens, A, History, a Brief History of Humankind. It is by Yuval Harari and it's DB 81,335. 
definitely get started because it's almost 17 hours long. So I think we can make it, Maria, they can make it, right? If they start early. Of course. And you speed it up three times, you'll be done in less than six hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Good, good. She's the math person here. Okay. Then Friday, we have iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. And for that big reveal, come back at well, don't go away, but stay till eight, <laughs> the midpoint of our call, and then we will have the clues and hope you'll participate and guess. And who knows, you might win one of those amazing prizes. Who knows what it'll be? All right. And then Saturday is iBug Cafe. We have a great cafe set up this. We had to change it because of the Super Bowl. It's usually on the Sunday. Yes, you're you're right. You're not. Uh, yeah, so yes, Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. Central Time here on the same Zoom conference line, we're going to be talking all about settings. So it is critical. It is just going to help you use your phone and, you know, in a more efficient manner and maybe get rid of things that annoy you and, you know, all those kind of good things. So there's going to be a lot of good information jam packed on Saturday at the iBug Cafe led by Shriek. Okay, and that is all my, oh, and then hold on real quick. Our website is ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org is the best place to get all the information. That's where you can register to get all your email notifications. Everything that we do is free, so there is no reason not to register and get on our mailing list. Um, Facebook, we have facebook.com slash group slash iBug today. Great place to pose questions in between these various meetings. And uh, there are always lots of great answers that you will get. Uh, so definitely put, check it out. We have a Twitter, a very active Twitter at iBug today. And then we have a mentoring program where if you are a beginner user and need help with your iPhone, then definitely fill out the application on our website. And then we'll match you up with one of our amazing, amazing advanced users. And if you are an advanced user and would like to be a mentor to someone else and help them along learning the power of the iPhone, we welcome you as well. There's an application for you as well on the website. All right, Maria, those are our announcements for today. All right, very good. Thank you, Sandhya. So with that, we're now going to go around and introduce ourselves, our names, and where we are from. So I am Maria in Albany, New York. And so feel free to unmute yourselves, as I've described earlier, to introduce yourselves. This is Herbie in Houston. Welcome. Chanel in Houston. This is Dan from Southern California. Hello. This is Terry from Arlington Heights, welcome. Illinois. Yeah. yeah, welcome. All right. This is Dee from Southern Illinois. Oh, see, there you go. That's nice. You worked that in, the both of you coming in at the same time from Illinois. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who else? This is Kathy from Tulsa. Welcome. Emmy from Missouri. Hello. <clears throat> Jody from New Hampshire. Hi, Maria. Hey. Roy from Fort Worth. Welcome. Ned from Texas. Hello. Greg Sabrina. from Texas. Welcome. And who else did I hear? Greg from so Texas. Sabrina, welcome. All right. Anyone else? Helene from Woodstock, but now Arizona. 
All right. In, in warmer weather, welcome. All right. Anyone else? Steven from Austin. Uh, hi, Steven. And did I hear Susan, I think? Arlene, North Carolina. Oh, Arlene. All right. Welcome. Thank you. Linda from Texas. Hello. Sharon from New York. Welcome. Mo from Texas. Hello. All right, anyone else? This is Sandia from Houston. Welcome. Feeling outnumbered by you New Yorkers. I know. <laughs> We're Jerry slowly taking off. Uh, who is that? Jerry. Jerry from oh, Jerry. Vermont. Welcome. How are you, Maria? Hey, good. How are you? Uh, good. Good. Anyone else? All right, very good. Well, welcome to you all who would like to get us started this evening with a question or a comment. This is Sri. Go ahead, Sri. Yeah, I just want to make one correction with what you said. That what we're going to cover at the cafe is the settings inside voiceover, not the settings, but settings inside the voiceover. All right, very good. And in case anyone's thinking, believe me, yes, you can easily cover the whole cafe time with voiceover settings. So do join us for those. All right. Who'd like to ask the next question or make the next comment? <laughs> Either or. All right. Um, has, again, has anyone any kind of new apps that you've played with or anything you've noticed after um, this? Well, it's been out for a little bit, but the, uh, the iOS 15.3, any comments on that? Sharon? All right, go ahead, Sharon. I, I'm having a couple of weird things with the phone. Um, and I wonder if everyone else is having it. The first is like for my texts, it's not making a sound when they come in, and which is weird. And then today when I told asked Siri to send a text and I said who I wanted it to go to, she sent it to someone else. And I know I have a strong accent, but the names were totally different. So... I've never had anything happen like that before. And then the last weird thing was that um, over the weekend, a couple of times calls came in, but I never heard them. Like, you know, I'd end up getting a voice message, but I never heard the phone ring and it wasn't on do not disturb. So uh, I don't know what's going on. This is Herbie. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. So in regards to your second issue, um, when you say Siri sent it to the wrong person, like, did it tell you who it was sending it to? Like, did it say the, did it actually send it to the wrong person or was it giving you the wrong name? No, like I said, uh, send it to, you know, I said, send it to Roberta and they sent it to David. <laughs> so, so, but, so, but, so, so hold on, I want to go back. So it, it did send it to David. Yes. The wrong but did Siri tell you, okay, sending, because usually Siri kind of, I think does tell you who she's sending to. Yeah, she didn't. I realized that later. You know, normally she says, or she'll say, ready to send it. And she just sort of sent it. So I don't know what was mm -hmm. going on. Okay. All right. Because, yeah, because, all right. 
It's not something I use often, but sometimes I will use that feature, like if I'm on AirPods and I'm not near the phone. So that's a little bit um, interesting. Mm. Anyone else have any thoughts? Hi, this is Sabrina. Um, yep, go ahead, Sabrina. It, it's funny that y'all mentioned it. I was going to ask a question similar to that. So I ended up having to replace my phone after like two days after I updated it to 15.2 and 15.3 I actually had to send my phone in to Verizon because it was having the similar issues oh wow um interesting I wonder uh, my first thought because I've sometimes had that happen where I don't hear the ringing sound I wonder if a re I mean it sounds like this is more than that if it had to be sent back but I wonder if a restart of the phone might help you know like the actual where you hold the power and volume buttons for a few seconds and then in the dialogue you do the slide to uh you go to that double tap to power off and you do that and then you know you let it sit there for a bit and then you hold the you know for i don't know like 10 seconds or so for it to be um okay uh first all right let's take we'll take herbie first and then i think i heard you sabrina so you know one thing that i've noticed too and i kind of you guys mentioning it this and i just i'd wonder the time if i miss something but i'm wondering if it's related is i noticed like the other day um i'd been looking at my phone i was surprised to see i had four missed text messages that i hadn't seen that were sent Mm -hmm. early in the day and at the time i thought well maybe i just missed the notifications but now i'm wondering if it's related to the issues that everybody else is having Mm -hmm. all right uh go ahead sabrina so this is sabrina i did end up factory resetting my phone before i called to get a replacement um and i did talk to apple as well um shortly after they did 15.2 update they immediately did a 15.3 update and Mm -hmm. they said that that should that there were some bugs in the 15.2 update and that I should update my phone to 15.3 and it's worked pretty well uh now that I updated it to 15.3 so if y'all don't have a the 15.3 update um you might want to get that one because they sent it out like two days after the 15.2 update Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think the big impetus for that was that Safari leaking people's data they had to get that fixed so um well that is good um so thank you for that and um did uh oh my goodness I'm blanking on who actually asked this question I'm so sorry but no problem Sharon, I'm so sorry. I should have like from New York as well. And I'm in New York State as well. How did I forget that? I'm sorry. Um, did are you running 15.3 and still experience? I'm, I'm I think I'm only at 15.1. So ah, okay. Well, there is Kathy. Go ahead, Kathy. Sharon, are you um using Verizon? No, I'm actually using T Mobile. Because I have a friend in Tulsa who recently had switched phone services because it was dropping calls and calling the wrong people and um it was just something to do i don't quote me but i guess it was something to do with verizon and the g5 stuff or they're switching the this is for me or something i don't know okay uh go ahead herbie so oh sorry one sec one sec sorry kathy were you finished i apologize i I just did i say one other one other thing and this could be off 
the wall too, but um, check your volume. Like my volume does weird things. And some, could the volume on your on your phone ring and the volume on your little noise that you get when you get a message, could that be turned down for some reason? All right. That is a good thought. Okay, uh, go ahead, Herbie. I think you had. All yeah. right. So this is um, and so a couple things. So first of all, Kathy, what you're talking about is five G, not uh, G five. Mm -hmm. um, Whatever. Yeah. No. <laughs> what Thanks. if somebody comes out with sorry. a new? Never mind. Anyway, no, it's all, it's... Short, but in all seriousness, um, so what Sharon was experiencing was not a cellular provider issues. Like it wasn't like she wasn't dialing a number and it was calling something else. This was a Siri thing and that goes through the internet and through your Wi-Fi or your cell provider for that matter but that's still internet based where Siri okay. is the problem in this case where it's sending to the wrong person for because evil Siri in my opinion is evil but um, we won't go there so um, that that would be that would be more of an internet related um, issue. But what I was gonna say also too is I think this is, you know, it's well I think Braille users maybe have a good reason sometimes not to install updates. But indeed, really in general though, as a general rule, you should always keep your phone up to date because sometimes there are bug fixes within those updates that. Um, can affect the performance if you're on older software. So Sharon, in your case, I would definitely upgrade to iOS 15.3 um, tonight or whenever, you know, just as soon as you can. So, and see if that resolves the issues that you are having or not. And um, that'd be the biggest <laughs> thing. I think the most important thing you could do. And um, All yeah, right. otherwise, yeah. Very good. All right. Well, good luck with that, Sharon. Hopefully one of those will work for you, the updating or the, well, that'll, I think it make your phone restart anyway, which is good. And then checking the, the sound volume, but at least it sounds like you're not alone in this, unfortunately, it seems so that it's something's going on. So hope that fixes it. But um, if not, I guess we'll just have to wait for, for 15.4. So all right. All right. Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. I have a comment. I wanted to let people know those of you who have the knfb reader app on your phone oh, yeah. they released mm -hmm. an update and they changed the name to one step reader yes one step is a single word right yep. that's how they're writing so, it i think yeah so i just wanted to you know in case people are looking for their knfb reader um maybe they have automatic updates on and that's so what they've done this is herbie with a question right. then uh, on this same topic? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. So first of all, just also well, a comment and a question. First of all, I'm understanding now that it's actually no longer part. It's actually a separate company now that the NFB um, handed the KNFB reader over to. But yes, is it the developer. The, so is it the number one and then step or is it the word one? Oh, it's the step? word. It's the word O-N-E. Okay. That's what yep. I was unclear on. So. Yeah. Sure. And the company is um, actually, I think it was this company like Sensotech. They had partnered, I think, with them initially. And yes. uh, so, yeah, right. Okay. And now they just com have completely handed it off to them. So. Yeah, I'm just throwing that out there. And, you know, in case yeah. people still use Ken and they're looking yep. for it, oh, I don't see my Kenny free reader. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they did send for those of you looking out, uh, perhaps, um, I guess it's to all users. I don't know. I got some email about it. So, um, 
you might have something in your inbox, but that is that is good to know for those who who do use that. So this is great. All right, I think Greg, you were first, and then we'll go. To <laughs> can can you just update through KNFB, or do you have to download uh, the new app? You would uh -huh. go. This is Kenny. You'd go, go ahead, to Kenny. Store and uh, update it through the App Store. Uh, this is strictly for the the iOS that I know of the iOS version. Not sure about Android, but uh, is definitely on the iOS version. iOS. All right. Thanks. Um, this, right. This, this is Colleen on the same. Yep. Go ahead, Colleen. Um, I had KNFB Reader. Um, my husband bought it for me. Um, you know, years ago, and he died three years ago. And because he bought it and he died, they I he paid ninety nine dollars for it. And during the pandemic, and I kept calling, and they, if I don't know Gene's password, but his phone doesn't exist, um, I've spoken to wherever it was out of Maryland, um, and they kept saying they felt badly, but I got so upset because they would never give me the access, to, even though it's the same last name, and right. they know, you know, and the credit card, and all the same. Anyway... I finally bought SuperSense, um, um, yes. which I struggle struggle with. But can anyone tell me is KNFB? And I also have Voice Dream Reader, and Jody taught me how to take you know take a picture and read it. Is um, is it worth hassling to get this one set? All right. Um, anyone have any comments on the KNF or the one step? <laughs> All right. Um, this is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. Um, to answer your question, since you have voice stream reader and super sense, and you can even get for free seeing AI, I would honestly, uh, if you so in, are, are so inclined, kind of save your money and, and not, not bother with it. Uh, because those th three apps, uh, they're very, you know, they do very similar things, if not more. I hope that answers your question. All right. I think someone else is going to comment on that too. This is D. Yep. Go ahead, D. Yeah. I was going to say since I got Voice Dream Scanner, I never use my KNFB reader. Okay. I mean, you know, I always okay. use KNFB before that. You know, I thought it was the hottest thing on earth, you know. But man, <laughs> when I got the Voice Dream Scanner, it's so much simpler and faster. I just don't think anything can beat it so far. And I would not purchase a $100 app again. All right. Uh, and I think Herbie. Herbie, yes, go ahead. So a um, couple things. Yes. And, uh, um, meeting somebody. Go ahead. Yes, I'm, I'm looking at you there. Everybody's um, muted. All right. What I was going to say is I agree, first of all, with everybody that I don't think you really need KNFB Reader. I liked it better more as an FTP uh, scanner when I had some inaccessible PDFs. And now VoiceStream can even tackle those. So I don't think that you really need. Um, but if a couple things. If you are an NFB Newsline subscriber, the app does include a basic version of KNFB Reader. 
Um, and I think it still does, even with the update. And the other thing I wanted to mention for um, Helene's predicament, if it was an App Store purchase, then um, Apple is not going to have access to... I'm sorry, not Apple. Um, the NFB, the... Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I got in a little late. Everyone, I just muted because of that background noise. So go ahead, Herbie, if you want to come back in. That was my phone ringing. I was trying to take care of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that was that was just my phone. Um, anyway, so now I don't know where I got cut off. I'm sorry. Uh, you were just saying that if it was an app store issue. Oh, yes. Yeah, so if the, he got it through the app store, the NFB will not be able to help you because they're not actually it was an in-app purchase um through apple it was made through apple and so you'd have to really talk to um i i don't know how he purchased it unfortunately you know but that could be why they might not also be able to help you but i don't think it's even worth the hassle of dealing with it or trying to purchase it yourself because you know the other apps are so much more better than mm -hmm. KNFB Reader was. So I don't I don't even yeah. 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 this is this is Helene. Okay, go ahead, Helene. I, I got it through Gene's phone. And since that phone is dead and he is as well, they there's nothing to do because if I can't give them his you know, getting back into the app store from his phone, which I can't do, it's sort of like you know, I said, why can't you just do it under the circumstances? But it's, you know, it's a privacy issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like they can't, you, uh, right, that they can't access, it's under like his Apple ID, but since that can't be right. accessed, right, right, sure. Well, it's sounding like, and I would concur with what others have said, I think I have not used that app for years now probably and i think you know you definitely do have between the voice stream scanner and the super sense and such and you know there's as others have said with seeing ai you definitely have i think much more you know modern apps and you know newer apps and simpler apps um so um very good all right this is Sri. go ahead Sri. I think, you know, what Helene just brought up is a great point about, you know, setting up legacy on the phone now. Uh, so uh, that way, moving forward, uh, you know, if something does, God forbid, happens to you, you can at least give some assurance that you're leaving some information about your device. If someone else in your family that you give access to can get that information. How do you do that again? This is Shri. Yeah, Shri, do you want to explain? Yep. Uh, I, you know, I don't have my phone in front of me, but if you go to, I think it's under settings under your name and you swipe right till you get to legacy contact, you double tap on that. It's going to ask you to go through some questions about you know, who you're going <clears> to <throat> assign the legacy to. I'm probably skipping, I not, not probably, I am skipping some steps here, but eventually what you'll get is either a text or a QR code that will be sent to the person that you're giving access to in the event that something happens and then you can go to apple and i think you're gonna to have to provide a death certificate as well as the qr code and then they'll give you permission to access your device or access that person's device sorry that's like a high level summary there sorry yeah no that's, that's good so um 
hopefully that is, I, I know, unfortunately, Helena, I can't help you or, uh, right now, but in terms of hopefully that helps someone on the um, call to um, hopefully, you know, be able to uh, have a little more control over what happens to their phones. So thanks for bringing, I, I actually wasn't even aware of that feature. So thank you for mentioning that. Very good. All right. Who would like to ask the next question? This Roy. Go ahead, Roy. I wanted to go back to Sharon's issue with missing calls and stuff. Uh, okay. If you go to settings to sounds and haptics, there is a volume control in there for ringers and alerts. Mm -hmm. Sharon, you might want to go there and make sure your volume's up at 100%. Sometimes it'll lower itself for no reason. All right. That's all I had. I just yep. thought that might be worth sharing. Sure. All right. Very good. All right. Anyone else with a new um, new question or comment? This is Shri. Okay, go ahead, Shri. Um, I just want to make a correction from my last week. I made a comment about uh, someone, I think it was Karen, who asked about making a phone call, <clears throat> excuse me, to a third call. And I mentioned you could do that uh, when you go to contacts and open up the virtual keyboard. I was incorrect when I said that. There's actually a keypad on the toolbar that you can get to to make a, a secondary call. So I just wanted to make that correction. All right. Very good. This is Jerry from Vermont. Can you okay, hear me? Go, yep, go ahead, Jerry. Okay, good. All right, because I'm having trouble. My Bluetooth device isn't muting and unmuting properly. Oh. So I got to walk over to the phone. No, it's, it. it's not just you with the muting and unmuting tonight, trust me. So I don't know yeah. what's happening. Okay. But yes, okay. we can hear um, you. <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, I don't know about the legacy thing. I haven't seen that. But what I have seen is recover contacts that um, it's probably different than the legacy setting. Um, we were talking about legacy and if someone, you know, can't recover their phone for whatever reason, um, or if you can't recover your phone, you can, that other person can recover your phone because they've gotten that text with the Apple ID and what you have to do to recover it. Um, I believe that's the title of it. Uh, correct me, of course, if I'm wrong, but I, I think that may be different than the legacy setting, but um, does anyone want to comment on that? All right. Does anyone, um, does this sound, is this ringing bells for anyone? Do you think it's called recovery contact or recovered? This is free. Okay, go ahead, Shree. Yeah, they, there's two of those. There is the recovery and there is the legacy. They're two different, they have two different purposes. Uh, I believe the recovery is, you know, for you to get access to the account, but the legacy is like you're giving permission through Apple to give permission to give access to a device. And there's some limitations on what permissions you can get from Apple, but those two, there's two settings and they may have been with 15.2, those come available uh, where uh, you can get those two options, but there are two separate options. All right, very good. Thank you for that. So yes, things for us to explore for sure. All right, very good. Who would like to 
make the next comment or ask the next question. Alisa? All right, go on, Alisa. Hi. Oh, um, dear. Okay, you, you cut out, so can you start over? <laughs> Elisa. Yep, yep, I heard you, but then I didn't actually hear what you were saying. So I was on the phone with Apple Tech Support on Saturday for, like, the whole entire morning and half of the afternoon. Goodness. And I was wondering because they mentioned that my battery was integrated I believe if that's the right term okay um so you're you're wanting to know um what does that mean when this says your battery is integrated that that it's integrated is that the term that you're saying I think so I think sure oh. you see my you see oh. my post Oh, this is okay, go ahead, Herbie. Are you sure they didn't say your battery is degrading? No, it says integrating. Hmm. Even when I looked on the live and battery thingy where it has the battery the battery live power and stuff. Because I did they did an Apple they did like a test or something on it, I think. Hmm. I'm not sure what kind of test. They did a diagnostics test thing. Okay. Yeah. So, so are you saying like when you checked your battery life, uh, the, the battery capacity, that it still seemed okay? Well, it said I needed a new battery. And I don't oh, it did? Cost. Okay. So, so I think, what... so like, the, right. So the term, it, so I think, so, so maybe what they were trying to say, because the battery I in the iPhone isn't, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's not user replaceable. So maybe that's what they were trying to tell you that because it's integrated that you have to like it's in you you cannot as a user replace the battery. So maybe they were trying to say that you had to take it in like to an Apple store or send it to Apple to have them that I could take it into a Best Buy, I think, or an Apple store. So oh, okay, know. yeah, I that's fine. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're gonna have to take it somewhere if it's you know telling you you need a new battery, um, because you can't you know you can't just like order a new one you know new battery and put it in. Um, this is Marty. Take it to Best Buy. Okay. Um, can you take it to uh? Well, okay. Go ahead, Marty, and Marty. then we'll, yeah. um, Alisa, there's there's a battery health button, and that will tell you your battery capacity, whether it's 80%, but also batteries plus, if you have one of those stores, they will, um, they will replace your battery for you because I think Apple charges for a new one. They have promotions from time to time, but normally it's about $60 for a new battery. Um. Which iPhone do you have? Uh, Elise, are you, you might be muted. Uh, I'm not. Elisa, yes. I'm there you are. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Your iPhone. I have an iPhone 8 and that's really, that's what uh, they, they diagnosed it with when we did the diagnosed test on Saturday. Okay. So your question is that you're wondering if you can take it to Best Buy to, to have the batteries replaced? 
Or where's a good place to take it besides this, this is Marty? I see. Um, okay, Marty, go ahead. Like I said, Batteries Plus. If you have one of those stores, um, I think it's Batteries Plus bulbs or something like that. And they have all they have batteries for everything, car batteries and batteries for all. And I think they can replace your your battery. Okay. A technician this has a, to do it. Yeah. This is sure. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Oh, oh, um, I think sorry, I think I heard Terry first and then Shri. Go ahead, Terry. Um, yes, you can take it. Usually you can take it to Best Buy. Um it used to be that you had to take it to an like an Apple certified place. It wouldn't necessarily have to be an Apple store, but it, it had to be Apple certified. And I think now they've relaxed some of that because of I think they got sued or something for some of that. They weren't just allowing batteries to be replaced. And but anyway, so I believe you can take your phone to Best Buy. What you could do is call and ask first, um, just to save you a trip there. If you um, and they would be able to tell you, but I I believe you can. Um, batteries plus, yes, you can if you have one nearby. But you know, and it's a good good place too. Um, those are two good places to go. Um, we have a store here called ABT that also replaces battery and there it's an Apple certified repair place too. And so that's what you really, you know, want is some, some place that definitely knows how to replace those batteries. All right. Uh, and Shri, go ahead. I think, you know, mostly everything that you guys said is what I was saying. I think the reason they say integrate is that you and the average person can't access that battery and they're saying it's integrated. So yeah, I think that's, mm -hmm. it's just a, a term to make us sound nervous, but it's basically just you need to get your battery replaced. This is, yeah. this is Marty. Okay, uh, go ahead, Marty. Yeah, one more suggestion, Lisa, that I just thought, if, if you don't um, want to go that route, you can buy a battery case. Um, so it's a case, and it will make your phone a little bit heavier and a little bit bigger, but they're like 5,000 or 6,000 milliamps. And you just push the button on the back of the case and it will charge your phone battery at least one time or two times. And, and you can, you know, have better battery life that way too. And they're about between 20 and $30. Amazon has a lot of them. This is Herbie. All right, very. Um, all right, Herbie, we'll take your comment and then we'll shift from this. So I think part of the problem, Elisa, you're concerned with this because like where you're at, there's not too many things in your media area in terms of best buys or whatever. Is that correct? All right, I'm thinking, Elisa, you might be mute. Elisa? There you are. Yes. Yep, go ahead. Can you repeat your question again? So is it is a concern like are there any all right because I know where you're at. So like are there any best buys or whatever in Porter? Because I don't know if there actually are. I mean, I know there's best buys in Umbo and then the closest Apple store is the Woodlands, but I don't I don't really right. go to the Woodlands. That's the problem. Yeah, because you're gonna have to because where you're at, you may have to find one of those 
I'm sure there are battery replacement dealers in Porter, but... Because I know there's a Best Buy in Amble. Right. I think. You, just given, like, your location, you know, unless if it's too much of a hassle to get to a Best Buy or an No, store, I can get to one. I just... I know where it's at. Then, yeah, I would, oh. I would, that, then I would definitely try to get to, uh, to, go to one, one yeah. if you can. So, yeah. I think Otherwise, I was going to say Shree's option might be the best bet if you can't get that's all i was gonna say go ahead yeah I, do have okay. a I think linda had a comment okay very good um all right let's see i think um i heard i thought i heard dana first and then linda so go ahead dana. Uh, i'm sorry were you um i apologize if i but um we'll, we'll and i'm apologize linda if i misheard that but um i didn't catch so uh dana go you ahead can, dana. you can let her go first but i was gonna just make the comment that uh uh, make sure that if you go to Best Buy, they uh, if you don't have Apple Care, then they won't touch your phone. Make sure that they don't require you to have Apple Care because that happened to me. I took my phone there and they said, Do you have Apple Care? I said, Nope. They said, Well, good luck. Find somewhere else. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, and then Linda, go ahead. Um, yes, uh, Lisa, I believe there's a kiosk in the Deerbrook Mall that replaces the batteries. All right. Well, good luck. Hopefully, at least one of those will work out for you because, yeah, that is or even the case or something because, yeah, it is these batteries. They go quickly with how much we use our phones for sure. This is so. Elisa. All right, and we'll have you have the last word on this one. Go ahead. Jeez, I was getting nervous. I was like, oh my God, I was so nervous. I was like, show Lord. I mean, I gotta get a new phone. <laughs> no, no, no. The batteries, yeah, they can be replaced. I was like shaking. People, I was so. like, oh. Uh, this is Sandia. Well, okay, go ahead, Sandia. Oh, sorry. I had a follow up for uh, Helene's question about the legacy and so forth so that is under like we said under settings and then right where your name is and then after you double tap on your name there are several things under there and one of them is passwords and security and then it's the second thing under there so once you hit that then you'll find account recovery and legacy so very good well thank you for that excellent so I'm sure I know I learned something with that. I was I was too caught up with the Braille issues to actually pay attention to what was new in this version. So thank you. All right. Very good. Who would like to uh, go uh, give us our next discussion topic? Goodland, one All right, go ahead, Roy. I have another question about this external battery thing. I have a SE2020 and I've managed to waller out the power uh, plug so that when I try and plug it in, it just doesn't see it. It doesn't connect very well. Can I use that external battery and just bypass this port on my phone and charge the battery and just hook it up to my phone? All right. Who would like to answer that? Who has some experience with battery cases? This, this, this is Marty. All right. Go ahead, Marty. Roy, are you talking about a battery case or a power bank? Because well, I can uh, tell you if... If you ruined your plug, a battery case will not work because the battery cases plug into the port. I think your only solution is like a power bank 
that you'll have to just kind of drag along with you. And they come in all kinds of capacities. This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. I have uh, a battery. It's called a sticky battery um, that fits on the back of my phone, which is a iPhone SE 2020. And it's got its own separate um, USB-C port. So I can plug a USB-C cable into it and it will charge the battery, the, the phone just fine. All right. So just to clarify, you're not needing to use the lightning port on your SE 2020. All right. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is Roy. Good. All right. Go ahead, Roy. Would you say that again? What's that called? It's um, it's called a sticky battery. In fact, I I mentioned it. I don't know if that's up yet. Um, I can go look up the the precise name. I bought it from uh, AMAZON. I don't want to say the name in case somebody's Alexa devices or <laughs> the A lady whatever this, this A lady is, this devices. Is, but this is Marty. Okay. Um, all right. Go ahead, Marty. Terry, I think the one you're talking about is the one you talked about on the Apple workshop. That's the iWalk 5000 milliamp um, uh, battery thing. It's like the sticky. It's iWalk. I think I I W A L K. Perfect. Thank okay. You. Uh, Terry, is that sounding like it or is that a different? I think so. I'm okay. going to go double check just Very to be good. sure, but I think Marty's might be correct. All mm -hmm. right. Very good. You got that, Roy. I walk 5,000. This is true. Thank you. Wonderful. Go ahead, Shri. I, I just want to get some clarification. I'm, I'm a little confused here. So either it's going to snap in back of your phone or so it's going to be a case or it's going to need that lightning port either to either th uh, to tether it or how is the sticky thing charging that is connecting to your phone? I, this is Terry. Yep, go ahead, Terry. Yep. Um, I don't know how it does it, but I can tell you that it does it. Um, it's, it's got an adhesive on the, this battery. Um, and it's, I have it stuck. In fact, I could either put it right on the phone or in my case, I have a, I do actually have a case my phone in a case, not a battery case, but just a protective case um, that fits over the, the back and the sides of the phone. And the sticky battery fits to it. And honest to goodness, I can plug a USB-C cable into the USB-C port on the sticky battery and it charges the phone. This charges the battery and the phone itself. All right, go ahead, Shri. Uh, so basically, you're getting a G charging, like a, it's, wireless. it's basically wireless G charging your phone. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. Either that, do you think it's, is it that or MagSafe or something? Not, is it one of those? Go ahead, Shri. It's not MagSafe. It's G charging because the SE doesn't support MagSafe. Mm -hmm. So oh, it's just, support that, just right. It's just okay. G-charging the, uh, because okay. I think the SC has a glass back is what I'm Elisa? being told. So it's mm -hmm. probably G-charging. All right. Go ahead, Elisa. I had a question for Terry. Oh, 
Okay, on this on this battery case. Yes. Okay, go ahead. So Terry, how many? I mean, for those of you who use it, how many times does it get unsticky, or how do you know if it's gonna get unsticky, or how do you know if it's done charging your phone? Um, yeah, when I if I fully charge the sticky battery, it will charge my phone at least two times. At least. And what happens, actually, I guess I want to say three times because it it first um, runs the battery down. Um, and then when it when it gets uh, oh no, I'm sorry, it it charges the battery and it's at, you know, like 100 percent for a couple of days. And then once the battery charge starts going down, then I know it's the battery that's now being powered. But um, once you have the uh, sticky battery fully charged, uh, I don't have to recharge my phone for several days. Okay. And I use my phone a lot. Very good. Well, it sounds like that could be a solution to to both of you. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> very good. Well, thank you for that. So good discussion and a little, little Xavier. eye toy. All right. Uh, who is that, Dana? Xavier. Oh, Xavier. Xavier. So sorry. Go ahead. Hi. I'm having a problem with my voiceover. It goes in and out and I can't, sometimes I can't get it back to come on. And even on this call, I'm trying to uh, go to different settings like the mute, unmute button and I barely, barely can hear it. I don't, what do I have to do? All right. Uh, anyone have any tips on getting uh, voiceover speech to be more uh, audible on a meeting? This is Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Um, it, it could possibly be, uh, I've noticed um, on Zoom, a lot of times uh, the volume for voiceover gets, uh, gets uh, lowered uh, because, of, because you're in Zoom. So you just may have to just, just increase the volume, hit the volume button and bring it up. Brad. All right, uh, go ahead, Brad. You might want to check in your rotor and see what the volume of voiceover is relative to your system volume. Um, I don't have my, I usually have mine set at like 85% uh, under normal usage, but when I'm on a Zoom call, I may need to raise or lower it um, depending upon what's going on on the Zoom call. And do I want to hear voiceover speech, you know, louder or do I want to hear a little softer in the background? So um, I think that if you adjust the volume on the side buttons, you're just adjusting the system volume and that's going to make zoom louder as well as voiceover. And I don't see that accomplishes anything, um, but check the voice, the voiceover volume relative to the system volume may help you out. This is Terry. Okay. Go ahead, Terry. Um, there are times when all of a sudden my uh, voiceover volume will, will decrease when I'm on zoom. And so what I do is triple click the home button to turn voiceover off, which is different than turning off the speech, but I'll turn voiceover off and then I triple click it again because I have my phone set to do that. 
and turn voiceover back on. And usually that fixes the problem if it ends up being that it suddenly is not as loud as you, it normally is on Zoom. Xavier? Go ahead, Xavier. What the main problem is sometimes my voiceover just goes out, not even on Zoom call. I just can't get it to work. I can't hear anything. I tried mm -hmm. to triple tap, uh, I mean, double, uh, triple click. Finger, double tap, yeah, and oh. then uh, to try to turn uh, speech on, speech off, uh, triple tap the side button. And sometimes, I don't know, I could do it 10 times and 11 times, it'll work out of nowhere. So I don't, I don't, it just goes in and out. This, this is, is Terry. Okay, uh, I think I heard Shree first. So Xavier, I completely agree with what you experienced because I experienced it too. And I have no idea why it, you know, why voiceover just stopped. I could not get it back till I um, rebooted it. And I tried basically everything that people just suggested and it didn't work. So I don't know if it's a, a quirkiness of something happened that caused voiceover to get hung up, but um, I can tell you I've experienced it. Okay, go ahead, Terry. As have I. Um, yeah. And I've been told that it's a bug. And it's been here for a, quite a while. <laughs> for no. a good part of iOS 14 for me. You mean 15? Or no, even I back to 14? 14 oh, 14. I, I, don't, I haven't updated this phone to 15 because of all the issues there. So I've just chosen not to. Sure, sure. Okay. So, wow, it's been even since 14. Um, okay, yep. go ahead, Dana. Yeah, um, I was just going to say the same thing happened to me. Um, it has happened to me. And um, uh, what I had to do, what I was just experimenting, I put wired earbuds in and held the um, up volume button in while I ran my finger all over the screen and that made the volume go up in the earphones or the earbuds I mean and then uh, I took the earbuds out and it seemed to be okay <laughs> wow all right uh, anyone else have any thoughts all right well Maybe Xavier, that's another thing to try with, <laughs> with earbuds. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've experienced this too. It's definitely not as stable uh, as it could be for sure. Oh, either on the speech or the Braille side. All right, well, good luck with that for sure. All right, anyone else like to ask? We have five more minutes before the halftime show. We can sneak in another question <laughs> or comment. This is Shri. I've got a question. Okay, go on, Shri. So I was wondering if anyone has experience where when you're in the mail app and you're swiping right through the list of your messages, I've noticed that sometimes, you know, when I, it automatically reads the next message. And now I'm noticing that more frequently, it doesn't automatically go to the next message. So what so happened? Like, like if you're, oh, sorry, go ahead. Like when I'm deleting. This is when I'm like deleting a message. Like I would delete a message. It would jump to the next message below it. Mm -hmm. And then I delete it. It'll go jump automatically to the next message. Now I'm noticing that once I delete, it just stops. Like I have to go ahead and swipe right to go to the next message. And, you know, I'm not actually mm -hmm. opening it. I'm just kind of, you know, swiping right, listening, not interested, delete. It typically goes to the next message. 
But now mm -hmm. I'm having to swipe right to go to the next message after I do a deletion. Mm -hmm. And this is in the list of messages, right? Like in a great. folder? Mm -hmm. Okay. No, no, no. Just like, like your inbox email. Uh -huh. Through all your inbox messages, you know, like, yep. It's my morning email look. And, you know, this sure. is junk. Oh, delete. And just go to the next message, start reading. And I would say delete. You know, and when I delete, mm -hmm. I'm gonna, you know, swipe up. So I hear delete, double tap, just yeah. automatically go to the next message on the list. Right, right, but right. But now I'm noticing that this stops. Uh huh. Um, all right. This, Anyone else have experience? Go ahead, Dan. Uh, I've noticed the same thing. It's, it's, uh, Sometimes it'll it'll automatically go to the next message, and then sometimes uh, it'll just jump to the top, and I'll have to just uh, swipe all the way down and find the next message. So basically, I'm noticing the same thing. Mm. All right. Well, again, this sounds like we hope that this is fixed. In I know the iOS um, fifteen point four is on its way so hopefully some of this stuff will get fixed in this update okay go ahead kathy sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no um, I'm sometimes it, i think it moves better if you're in the message and you use delete at the bottom instead of going down the list you yeah, mean like if he opens sorry you mean like if he opens yeah. the message mm-hmm Right. And then just hit delete along the bottom. You just hit delete and it'll go to the next message, I think. Okay. I don't know. Sure. Well, there's something to try and see what happens. All right. Any other thoughts on this one? All right. Well, I think we do have enough time for another question before the halftime show. Is everyone just ready for the halftime show? <laughs> we want to know. We want to know. <laughs> this is Shree. Okay, go ahead, Shree. Just want to wish you a happy belated birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have one quick question, Xavier. All right, go ahead, Xavier. Yes, if you uh, when I double tap my uh, side button twice. Shouldn't that activate Siri or if I have it on just, hey, Siri, does it have to be either or, or can you have both? All right. This is Jerry from Vermont. Oh. All right. Uh, go. I wasn't sure who that was before you. Um, all right. Go ahead, Jerry. We'll take you. All right. I, I'll just uh, be quick. You, uh, you actually don't double tap the side button for Siri. You hold it in. <clears throat> and yes, you oh. can do both. I have, I have my... Uh, my Hey Siri on as well, and, mm. and you can do both, yeah. So do you hold it and talk or you hold it and let it go? You hold it in and it'll go beep beep, you know, and then you, you talk and then you let it go. Gotcha. That's not right, my experience you. anyways. Yeah, yeah. This can't be there. Very yeah, good. Maria, this was just Dana. It was yes, me, but I Oh, I apologize. <laughs> So no, sorry. No, go, well, go ahead if you want to make a no, comment. No, it's okay. I will say the same thing. So. Okay. All right. Well, apologies and thank you for. No, no, it's all know. right. 
<laughs> Thanks for understanding. Um, all right. Uh, sure. Let's see. Kathy, let's see. I think we might actually be coming up here to the halftime. So yes, if you are, mind, I'm going to turn it to Sunday and then we can take your question after the half t- the movie and the um, iBug bite if you want to bring it uh, up again at that point. So, Sandhya. Okay. All right. Thank you, Maria. My goodness. Lots of <laughs> questions and information. Okay. So now we're getting ready for our midpoint. So if you came in and didn't get to say hello the first time around, please say who you are and where you're from. If you'd like to be sociable. If not. (laughs) This is Brad. I'm in Dallas. Hey, Brad. Welcome. Shelby in Baytown. Shelby, welcome. Dana, Ohio. Dana, welcome. This is David in Houston. David. else? Kelsey from Ohio. Hey, Kelsey, welcome. Thank you. Carol from Houston. Hey, Carol, welcome. Hey. All right, anybody else? Elisa and Porter. All right, welcome, Elisa. Nikki in San Francisco. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Xavier, Lana. Hey, Xavier, welcome. Anybody else? All right. Okay, well, with that, we are going to now talk about the iBug Night at the Virtual Movies and with those inscrutable clues, I'm just running out of adjectives. We're gonna hand it over to, uh, dare I say it? Well, (laughs) the iBug guy, or AKA the love revolutionary. Can't believe I just said that. (laughs) You actually went there. I know. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> A love revolutionary. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, welcome, everyone. Oh, no, you're welcoming me. I keep messing up. Okay. Yes, we are ready for the big reveal of the virtual night at the movies. All right. Uh, let's see. We are going to uh, do just like we always do. Say your name, wait to be recognized before you shout out the title for our Michael's movie. (laughs) Wow. You could take up yodeling pretty soon. Pretty good. All right. All right. Let's see. We've got a great set of clues here where's my assistant pull up those clues for me uh, <coughs> oh wait i need some water oh my goodness come on Ugh. okay here we go <laughs> clue number one this week's film is set in a city we have seen many times before this is three three please don't say it's richmond 
No, that's not it. Jerry thinks the whole world revolves around Richmond. Okay, keep going. Anybody else? Any other guesses for our NYC film uh, setting? Repeat, repeat the clue. Elisa, can you repeat? Elisa, can you please repeat the clue? This week's film is set in a city we have seen many times before. NYC. <laughs> Elisa, New York? What? Uh, he's go. just giving you the city, but okay. Anybody guesses on that movie or we're moving on? Guesses on the movie. Cody? I don't know. I give up. Cody. Made in Manhattan? Made in Manhattan would be a good guess. <laughs> You keep guessing about Jody one day, but I like that movie. <laughs> like, yeah. I can tell. You remember that, Claudia. Yeah, I, I, I remember coming up with that one. Okay, Dana. Uh, blind Love. Blind Love. Never heard of it. So it can't be it. This is uh, Kenny. Kenny. No, don't say it. Don't say it, Kenny. Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> oh, that's not a good guess, but unfortunately, all right. Well, at least you didn't say frozen. Okay. Number two. Oh, okay. The film is an ad adaptation, adaptation of the Broadway play, the front page. That's the name of the Broadway play? Yes. Hmm. This is strange. Bronx Tale? Bronx Town. Maybe. No, Tale. What? Bronx Tale. Bronx Hogs Tale. Hogs Tale. No. Hogs Tale. Okay. That's not even close. Obviously, he's never heard of that either. Anybody else that hasn't had a turn? Come on, y'all. Adaptation of the Broadway play, The Front Page. This is Sabrina. Sabrina. Is it the Doozies? Say that again? Is it the movie called Newsies? Newsies. No. Yes. That's a good guess, but that's not it either. Hey, good for trying, though. Okay. Anybody else? All right, moving on to clue number three. Good, good, good. It is a newsroom drama, a crime story, and a romantic comedy. Oh, boy. Is it a rom-com? Oh, man. This is Shree. Is it broadcast news? Broadcast news. I've actually seen that one. <laughs> but that's not it either. Brad's whispering. Brad, what are you saying? I said it was the Swiss. He said uh, whatever the clue was, it was three things. I said it was a Swiss army knife of movies. <laughs> that's a good analogy. Oh, like I see. Oh, Sabrina's got it. Is Go it Sabrina. the newsroom? Newsroom, oh, Sabrina, that is so close, but that's not <laughs> it either. She's trying. Anybody else? All right. All right, moving on to clue number four. Four already? Oh, okay. We see 
the newspaper editor will do anything to keep his star reporter from moving to Albany with a goofy insurance salesman. This is Jerry from Vermont. Jerry from Vermont. Uh, Network. Is it Network? Network. That is another movie that I've seen. Yes. <laughs> yes. But not the one we're showing this week. Oh, come on. Okay. We'll do anything to keep a star reporter from moving to next door to Maria. <laughs> <laughs> and she still doesn't know the movie even with that clue <laughs> all right next and final clue fifth clue yeah that's the fine. first the first film adaptation actually there was a first film adaptation of the play the front page was produced by that eccentric Aviator, Howard Hughes. This is Shree. Shree. Is it the Aviator? The Aviator is not even close. All, All right. right. Unless you're like 80 years, you were around 80 years ago, you didn't get to see this when it first played. Our film this week is called His Girl Friday, starring Cary Grant and Rosalind Russell. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, we can tell. We've heard of it. This is Ned. I can tell, Sonia. There's Ned. What? Darn Ned? it! I should have said it. I was going to say his girl uh, Friday, but I'm I did. sure. I'm so yeah, yeah. sure. Ned. I know. Would have, could have, should have, but I know. We'll okay. give Ned the shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. Tried. Darn it. Ned, too late. Scratch that. This <laughs> okay. is scary. Remember, you got to give the prize from last week because nobody got it. No, nobody got this one either. So oh, it's it. a tough world out there. Oh, Times oh, are tough. Right. Supply chains are big problems right now. Houses are stacking yeah. up. All right. So we're going to a new warehouse for our prizes. I know. It was a good prize, but sorry. The film stars Gary Grant, Gary Grant and Rosalind yeah. Russell. Yes, that's right. See, now he knows. I, okay. All right. I'm having Thank to rent warehouse space for all these unclaimed prizes. The, the train Virtual is taking up a prizes. lot of room. Thank All you, right. Miss. Love Revolutionary has to sign out now. Oh, what a we tragedy. Is that a threat or a promise? I shouldn't have said it. No, I've started this. Okay. Thank you, Mr. McGulloch. Now we're going to. Uh, start our next part of our program is the iBug Bites, where we help with a provide information on a helpful hint or clue for you 
Hey, see how poetic that is? And then right. that'll be a very brief demo. And then after that, we will resume with our questions. So keep the questions coming, be thinking. But first, first, but first, listen to this message from Maria. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, everybody's muted, Maria. You got to come back in. Okay. My braille display didn't, I didn't refresh, so I thought I was muted. Okay, thanks. So okay. yay. All right. So I'm going to be uh, talking about a simple little tip, but hopefully a helpful tip. And that is how, you know, on your, uh, for those who use the PC, if you really, really need to go to a website super frequently and you don't want to open your browser and go to your bookmarks or um, you don't want to search it through the start menu or what have you, you can set up a shortcut uh, to a web page on your desktop and just launch it with one keystroke basically or um well you can kind of do something similar in ios and that is to add a page to your home screen and so why would you want to do this first of all um you know, you, as I as I said, there might be this page that you have to uh, access often. Maybe it changes a lot, and you just need to access it in a pinch. And um, you don't even want to just like open Safari and go to your favorites and you know click on it or go to your history, your bookmarks, um, what have you, and or Spotlight search. Um, and this is a quick way to do it. So I have this um, set up, and I'm going to show it here. I, I deleted it so I can show it. Um, I have this set up. Um, I've added to my home screen the uh, website, which shows the bus schedule for the route that I take to work. And why I do this, you might wonder, um, there's an app. Well, that app, once I navigate over to this uh, schedule, it literally takes me to this exact same page. And, you know, often I'm standing there at the bus and now it's cold and I just want to find out when my bus is supposed to be arriving and I want to minimize the amount of tapping I have to do in the cold. And so now with this uh, homepage shortcut, all I have to do is unlock my phone and then double tap on one icon. And there I am. So how to do this, and you might have your own scenarios, but just wanted to put that in as an intro. So how we do this. So I am here on this page. Skip close, make top. Heading level one. That's CD, CDTA. Banner. Landmark. Uh, which uh, text speech mispronounces, but it's CDTA. And if I go uh, flick down my rotor set to headings. Logo. Head New Scotland. Real time. New Scotland Avenue. Real time arrivals for February. As you can tell, it's, it was saying real time arrivals for this date. So I am on the schedule page. I've navigated to it. So. Toolbar. Share button. So to add this to the. Actions available. To the home page. It's quite simple. We're going to go to the share sheet, which is on that bottom toolbar of Safari, where you have your back and forward and share and show bookmarks and tabs. So we're going to pick share, which is in the middle. And then we're go going to toolbar, share, route 13.org. Heading. And this is your typical share sheet. And, available. and so now what we're going to look for is the relevant item. It's sort of like in the middle. I was trying to dis, uh, see whether going from the top or bottom would be quicker. And it also depends on what apps you have and such, which can share. And really, it didn't make too much of a difference in my case. So I'm just going to use a quick um, combo of scrolling and flicking to quickly reach it here. Kim the we're just LinkedIn, Kindle, more, copy, 
So we passed a bunch of um, messaging contacts and some third-party apps, and now we're getting to some native iOS actions, which everyone sees, like this copy. Add bookmark button. This is to add the actual bookmark traditionally, as you would in Safari under bookmarks, but... Add to favorites button. And similarly to the favorites uh, bar in Safari. Find on page button. Add to home screen. Button. And so there we have, so you saw the typical find on page, and then we had this add to home screen. And if you go too far, by the way, add to reading list, you get to add to the reading list. So it is between these two. It's this whole section of adding it to different things. And um, most of them are in Safari. But if we go to add to home screen, add to home screen button. And we double tap. Add text field. <laughs> Editing. And voiceover did not tell us where we were. Um, it just said nothing. Um, so what I did there was flick left and right to get to uh, where I needed to be um, or to, to, for, you know, to actually find out where I was. I'm sorry. And this is an edit field. So a screen has opened up. So if we move to the top of the screen. Cancel button. We have the cancel button in the upper right hand corner. And then we flick to the right. Add to home screen. Heading. This heading add button and an add button in the uh, upper right because we could just add it here. However, I would say not to do that because if we flick to the right again, text field is editing my app character mode insertion pointed end. It has this very generic name of my app, which is not I imagine what you want to call this. And by the way, what else is in here? Clear text button. HTTPS colon slash slash an icon will be added to your home screen so you can quickly access this website app. And there we go. And that's a prediction for how it said my app. But you can tell there on the screen is also the um the uh, URL and that little explanation from Apple. So I'm just going to quickly, um, I'm going to clear the text and I'm going to type in text field very quickly using my braille display so it's not to take time here so i have now typed in text field is editing route 13 schedule character mode insertion pointed very much more useful yeah than the generic my app title so we're going to go to the add button in the upper right hand add corner button doc safari and no, don't you love it? I should have been focused on this shortcut, but I wasn't. That's okay. We're going to go on my home screen here. Route 13 schedule. And I know where it got added. Um, so I just touched there, but it's going to get added basically in the next open spot. Um, as you can tell here, this is the Route 13 schedule icon. So let me, I'm going to close this out in Safari to prove to you that this works. I'm going to completely close out Safari. Web okay. So here we go. I'm, I'm closing Safari. Safari. I've closed all the tags closing in Safari. Safari. And we're, we're back to the home, page, uh, home screen with this Route 13 schedule shortcut that we added. And if I double tap, it's loading. And we're not being told anything. But if I touch near the center of the screen, in the trip direction, link. Slingerlands to downtown Albany. Aha. Link. And so I know. List and 
I know based on that, that uh, this is now setting the direction to show me the bus schedule. So just with the one, you know, double tap um, of that icon, I've gotten to this page. And so just to show you, this is an actual book. This is an actual, just a bookmark on um, that's added here, which I can show you by way of if I were as if I wanted to delete it, if I go into edit mode. Edit, at edit mode, started editing. So that's flicking down to edit uh, with the actions rotor and then double tapping. And so then if I go to either activate or delete, delete. in this case, stop editing at delete, drag, activate, default. Because the default action here will be to delete it. You can't just rename it in the native uh, support from here. But so if I either activate or then go to delete and double tap. Alert, delete bookmark. Are you sure you want to delete the bookmark route 13 schedule? Cancel, delete. So I just flicked to the right there repeatedly so you can see the dialogue. And so you see there, it did, it did refer to it as a bookmark. So it literally is just adding a bookmark, but in a bit more of a um, convenient uh, spot that is in theory quicker to get to. So you can use this, you know, for anything where you really need or want to access the site, um, you know, or specific, a specific page of a website um, in a pinch. And um thought I would share it because I just recently uh, use, I'm using it here myself with the schedule. So hope you find it helpful. It's very um, simple and, and could be useful. So if anyone has any questions, I'm happy to take them, but hopefully it's a pretty this simple Terry. process. Oh, uh, yep. Go ahead, Terry. Um, can you clarify at the beginning, you open the web page, the website, and you went to that web page. I'm I'm not sure what. You yes. Did to begin with. Yes. Okay. Yes. So thank you. I I figured I was like, oh, I don't need to spend your time, you know, navigating over to this page. But um, yes. So I literally I opened Safari, and then yes, I did what I normally do to go to that site. Like I went to cdta.org, and I clicked on schedules, and then I clicked on Route 13, and then that was the page that was loaded in my Safari when I started my demo. So I literally navigated to the page as if I were just visiting it. Um, and then I, because the share sheet applies to the current page. So I had to navigate to the page I wanted to add as my shortcut. And then, um, and then I, I, you know, went to the add to home screen from there. So yes, I navigated to the specific page. So the specific page and then share yep. and then add to. Exactly. Uh, got, got it. Thanks. Yes. Yep. Good question. This is Greg. Go ahead, Greg. So uh, that's really a neat feature. Uh, can you can you have a uh, an icon on your homepage that links to multiple pages? For example, uh, could I have uh, an icon on on the homepage that was like audio description project, and within that within that uh, app like a create a folder it's mm -hmm. similar to creating a folder yeah where within that adp uh folder icon i could have like the link to the netflix adp and a link to the 
sure, Prime, sure. Amazon Prime. Can you do that? Yeah. So, well, you would have to create a folder because yes, they are, they're these bookmarks, but they are just literally like the similar icons to your apps and things. So like they can be moved around. So um, you would want to create, so like I would say in that case, you would want to, um, you would add them each individually as uh, these shortcuts on your homepage. And then you would just um, move them like into a folder and then add um, additional icons to the folder like you would with any app. So maybe it's easier to set them all up individually page by page, and then they would be on your um, home screen there. Like, so each of them is going to point to one website and then you can, you know, create the folder, right? Like, so you would go to edit mode and then um, add one to the drag session. And then on your second one, you would um, activate that action of creating a folder with these two apps, right? And then you would um, create the folder and then you'd go back out with the scrub gesture, find your other apps, um, create a drag session with them, and then, you know, go back to your folder and select, you know, drop them into this folder. You know what I mean? So you're, so no, like one icon cannot point to multiple pages, but you can definitely, you know, manually create the folder and put the different icons, uh, different shortcuts, you know, in there the same way you would with moving an app into a folder. Yeah, this is Greg. Yep, yeah, go ahead. I've, I've been setting up, uh, I've just recently started setting up folders in Safari where like one for menus of you know places that we go instead of uh -huh. doing a separate search every time I'll just have that link in under menus. But this would right. even be a quicker way to, yeah. to have the uh, to have it on where I don't have to open Safari. I can exactly just directly to that link or to yep, that, yep. that icon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I know like um, I was thinking and I forgot to mention this, like, yeah, I'm sure you could set up with like the shortcuts app and Siri, but like, especially if you're in a noisy place or just you don't want to talk to Siri. And I mean, yes, you could set up the typing with, but like, this is just way quicker. You're not even interacting with Siri and, you know, worrying about that. You're just, it's just a couple of taps away. Yeah. This is Sri. Go ahead, Sri. So when you create this bookmark, I'm <clears throat> Excuse me, will it also create the bookmark in the Safari also? I don't believe so. I have not checked that. I would have to look, but I do not believe that it does because that is a separate option in that share sheet to add to the bookmarks mm -hmm. in Safari or to the favorites bar. So no, I don't believe so. I believe it is just, I, I would have to, I'll, I'll have to check and confirm that. Um, but I do think it is just this one shortcut, but for some reason it's like when you go to delete it, it's, it's, it's performing the same function. It's just in a different, it's, I don't believe it's in that Safari folder. Instead it's on your home screen. Okay. Thank you. Yep. This is D. Go ahead, D. Yeah. I was going to say for Greg, uh, I made a folder. Y'all gonna laugh now. It's called obituary. And in there, I went to four different pages, four different funeral homes, and attached them into the obituary thing, the way that, you know, you did with that uh, shortcut to the mm -hmm. homepage. And uh, it works great. Oh, well, there you go. go. I can go in there every day and see if I'm alive or which ones <laughs> of my friends have died and Oh, no. a 25 mile area <laughs> oh. well we hope they're all still with us and th thank you for that so there you go yeah it's literally just what, what d described so there you would just be doing it with audio description providers and stuff uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, this is thank you for uh let's see i heard someone before greg and kathy i think oh is it greg and kathy okay go ahead greg 
No, it wasn't. Oh, no, I oh. said yes. Adam. Oh, Adam. Yes, go ahead. Hi. Adam. I'm sorry. I'm just curious if a sighted person was using my phone, uh, you said the name of uh, the app on the homepage by default was my app. Yes. What would be the default um, icon if a sighted person was using oh. uh, my phone? Right, and, right. I think it would actually just be my app. I don't actually know what the associated image would be. That's a good question. Um, I think, I mean, I think the text would definitely be written there somewhere because I, it like literally that text, it was a text field where it said MY space APP. So presumably like it actually shows, you know, those words. Um, so I don't know if there's some kind of an image to, um, to, uh, accompany that they're, they're very well could be, but that's a, that's a good question to like ask an IDRA agent or something and get back with you on. This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. I think it's going to look like a web page, kind of default web page, kind of a look of like okay. you're opening it. This is my guess because it is really a, it is a, a bookmark link, right? So it's probably. Right. And that's how a bookmark link uh, is going to look. Look, yeah. Like you're saying. Yeah. Okay. That would, I mean, that would, that seems to me to make sense. Um but I guess, you know, we don't know until we know, but that seems like a really good guess. <laughs> this is Sonia. Go ahead, Sonia. We need to go back to Kathy. Yes, thank you. Go ahead, Kathy. Um, I was wondering if you could use this for for getting on the iBug call. For for what I do is I um I have iBug Zoom stuff saved in, in a contact. And usually I go to contacts and then I search for Friday. Mm-hmm. and go to the contact friday night movie and then i go to the home page and, and then it goes to zoom but right. could i put could i put all that on it on my home page and just call it call it ibug or, or call it oh you mean like the you mean like that zoom url right the zoom.us slash j slash with the id and the password and such yeah, could I put that in my? Could I when I'm in that when I'm in my contact? Can I do the share thing and then just have it on my home screen? So instead of oh going from your the, oh from your contact, you're trying to do that. I see. Um, yeah, hmm. is that is that a whole different thing, or would that, that right? Um, I don't know off the top of my head if in the contact share sheet. Hmm. I don't think I have seen I very well may have missed because I haven't gone into that share sheet with a contact with the URL in a long time um go ahead Brad she's talking about putting the URL in your Safari browser and then executing the page and like on most Zoom pages you're then prompted if you want to let it open in Zoom open the app, or yeah. cancel and if you say cancel it just sits there and yep. now you can do what Maria's talking about exactly yeah into, yeah and that'll right yeah, no, thank you for that. Yes, I was going to recommend not doing it from the contacts app, but I didn't know if it was, you know, possible perhaps okay. since you've already set that up. But yeah, the, doing this will, what, what Brad was just saying, because that will allow you to do it from Safari and then that would absolutely work. So essentially, so it's going onto the iBug Today okay. website and finding that um, those uh, 
connection instructions, right? And then you're going to oh, uh, right, select, right. right? You're going to click on that URL, the zoom.us02.zoom.us slash J slash so on and so forth. And then once right. uh, you, yep. And then it's going to prompt you, like Brad said, to open and Zoom and you have the open or the cancel and you'll pick the cancel. And so then you will be on that Zoom page where you can, uh, you can, right. And you can click, you know, open the app or what have you, but you don't want to do that. You want to then go to, the um share sheet and add share. to home page. Okay. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, thank you. Very good. This oh. is Dan. No, no, go ahead, Dan. Yeah. Um after a person types in the new name for your uh, for your bookmark, yep. you then have to hit the add button to make it go to the home screen. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because if, if you don't, it's just going to sit there on that screen with the edit field still being active. So you have to, you know, tell it that you're done typing the name. Um, so, and yes, once you're taking, once you click that add button, double tap, you should be taken to the home screen then with your, um, with your icon there. And I did, um, to answer Shri's question, I did just go through my bookmarks and I do not see this page that I added in my bookmarks as well. So it looks like that what I said was correct, that it does not also add it to Safari bookmarks. Thank you. Okay. And this is Dan again. Yep. Go ahead, Dan. Okay, so I'm a little bit confused about how you actually delete the uh, the uh, well, we'll call it a bookmark from yes. your, from, from yep. your home screen. Sure. Uh, go through that again. Sure. So what you're gonna do is so it's like deleting any other app essentially. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna uh, go into here. Let me turn my speech on. Okay, so you're I had it off while I was checking the bookmarks. Okay, so you're gonna uh so we're here on this route 13 schedule. Yeah, so this is our, our uh our bookmark here on our home screen. So we're gonna go to we're gonna flick down so our actions rotor should be in focus that you know actions are available on the um home screen, the icons. So we're able to flick up and down. So we're gonna flick down to editing mode. Edit mode. Edit mode, excuse me started editing we double tapped now we can go to either usually you'd go to delete so for consistency we can do that i'm saying if you just double tapped here the default action on this uh, on this icon here is to delete so you can either just double tap to activate the default the activate um action but if you want to be sure we're going to flick down delete to delete double tap alert Delete bookmark. And you see here, this is the confirmation. It's not saying delete the app or anything. It's saying delete a bookmark. That's how I was, what I was doing to demonstrate to you all that it is just, it is a bookmark just in a different location. So now on the screen, it's a confirmation screen. So if we flick to the right. Are you sure you want to delete the bookmark? Cancel, but delete. And so I'm just flicking to the right. And so then, yes, if I, if I hit delete here, if I double tapped. Actions available. I love editing batteries. Aha, uh -huh, you see now my batteries widget. So that this is this is now uh it's been moved to the left. So that route 13 schedule is no longer there. So it is gone. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, all right. Thank you, Maria. Very useful. Uh definitely encourage people to try that out. And have a bookmark for iBug to get there quickly, right? Indeed. <laughs> that, that was a good, that was a very good of uh, putting that in right yeah, on top. I, okay. I should have showed that, see, but I got caught up and this is my real life example. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> your real life. Okay. Thank you, Maria. Okay. So the who has a question that they, you know, either somebody who has not had a turn would like to ask a question or somebody else who has another question. Either way, we have lots of people online. Yes. This is Ned. Ned, go ahead. Yes. Uh, how does one copy a text message and then paste it? I mean, I'm in my text messages and I want to copy it, put it in another text box that I can forward it to send it to another person. All right. Who what would are like the to... Yeah, the gestures to copy and paste. All right. Who would like to explain that to This is Ned? Terry. Yes. Go ahead, Terry. Um, what I do is um, if I'm in a, a message and whether uh, if I have several messages in that message thread uh, back and forth with a person or just one, I can flick up to more and double tap on more. And then I can flick to the right and it says either um, delete or forward. And if I'm going to forward it to somebody else, I'm going to double tap on the forward and then it'll ask me, you know, who I want to forward it to and so on and so forth. And so you can uh, send just a uh, one part of a thread or every every um, part of that thread that you select by going to more and just double tapping on it and then it it says selected uh, whatever of those items that you've selected you can then forward to this other person this is right Brad. thank you okay Brad okay yeah go ahead Brad I'm going to do Terry one better if you're in a text message thread and there's just one item, one bubble you want to copy, you can, with your rotor set to actions and your focus on one of the items, you should be able to flick either up or down. It doesn't matter. And one of the items in the actions menu will be copy and you just double tap and you have just copied that item to your clipboard. And then you can go to a, another, um, another conversation or create a new message or whatever. And then you go to the uh, edit field. And then once you've activated the edit field, uh, want to turn your rotor to, um, to edit and then flick up or down until you get to paste and double tap. And you have just pasted what you just copied into the text edit field. Right. And so just to clarify, so those are two ways to do. So the Ned's original question, I think, was to copy some, you know, copy a text message. So, you know, if you are going to send it to somebody else, then you would use Terry Ann's way and you don't have to copy it. You can just forward it. But if you want to use that, the substance of that message somewhere else, put it in an email or whatever, save it forever, then you would use Brad's method. So I hope that's true. Okay, hang on. Ned was going to say something. Ned? Yeah, this is Ned. So I, I want, it's one bubble. I just want to do one bubble that I want to forward at this point. So I would do just swipe up to the more, right? I would right. touch mm -hmm. that bubble yep. and, it, and then it talks to me. So I know I'm in that bubble and then I just swipe up. 
swipe up to more and then at the bottom it'll say forward or delete so don't hit the delete hit forward and then you'll be prompted for the two field you have to tell it who you want to forward it to and then i that's when i touch the new okay okay this is free uh, Brad was first, then Shree. Yeah, Brad? To, to do what I did by going to the actions menu and copying the bubble, you can forward that too. You can, like Tanya okay. said, you can do whatever you want to with it. Right, right. You could paste it anywhere. But yes, yes you then leave the, the conversation you're in now, go to an, another conversation, one that either exists or one that you create as a new conversation, and then you paste it in the, the uh, the message edit field and then you it's it's in there too so it's the same thing as what terry's saying to do it's just a different way to skin the same cat okay thank you i'll try both ways all right treat uh, i'm going to give her uh, an option that's worse than terry and brad oh great. what you can do is just do a one finger triple tap on the message swipe right to copy and then do what uh, brad said you can go to edit and paste all right, and just to contribute one other thing, Ned, like unlike emails, when you forward a text message, the recipient, you know, who you're forwarding this to has no clue whether you're sending, I mean, it just looks like you sent it. So there's no indication this was forwarded from Sandhya or anything like that. So just sometimes I will, you know, if I'm sending something that somebody else sent me, I'll say, this is a message I received from Joe or whatever. So, all right. Okay. I think I heard, uh, so that's that. Thank you, Ned, for that great question. Mr. McCulloch, I think I heard you earlier. Was that you? Yes, I okay. have a question about Zoom. Good. I don't know if, if anybody uses Zoom on uh, the video, turning on your video, sharing your video. If you're, some, some meetings I go to require that. And just in the last few weeks, I've noticed if I like, you know, put my hand up near my face, like if I'm scratching my ear or picking my nose or something. And really? I hear voiceover say, you're about to raise your hand. <sighs> I don't know if anybody has wow. noticed that or, or anybody ever use sharing your video. So, so this is suddenly, are you saying now that you don't have to even literally push the button, you can just raise your hand and it's watching you? Well, I don't know what's, I don't know what, it, what's, yeah, it's watching, obviously it's watching me. It's this like, is Terry. It sees me, but I, it's not using the raise hand feature. It's not, you know, it's not enabling that. It's just a, a message to me. Well, this is something I, I'm coming to you, Terry, one second. I've been on Zoom meetings where we have the cameras on and it will, I think I've mentioned this, it will describe to me like lady with glasses. So as it, as people are speaking, it's, you know, it's telling me like window, whatever. So like it's describing who it's seeing in that window. So, all right, Terry Ann. I read somewhere recently that Apple was going to that so that it, it some, some um, a cam, your camera or something will see your hand and you're not even touching the phone, but you're creating a gesture that it recognizes and 
and just, um, you know, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for, executes that, that gesture. I, I read that that was coming forth, but I didn't know just when, and it sounds like it might be something along those lines now. Because right. they want to go to more hands-free kind of stuff. Right. Thank you, Terry and Tashree. So, Michael, my question is, was this doing it when the focus was on you, or were you just raising your hand when somebody else was talking? Michael, yeah, it's someone else is speaking, and I'm just, you know, sitting there in the background, I thought, not being observed or anything, and then, like I said, I scratched my head, and... It thinks I'm raising my hand. It says, you're about to raise your hand. So I just turned my video on and I'm talking to you and I'm raising my hand and I hear nothing. Okay. Are you on a, what are you using? Uh, th this was on my Mac, so. I'm using my iPad. No, it was on my iPad. I'll take that back when I noticed it. I, I mean, I, I've, I've heard it describe things like Sandia said, when, you know, it describes the speaker but this is the first time I've ever heard, hear it, heard it describe, you know, giving a description of my, any gestures I'm doing. I'm just curious if I give it the middle finger, what it'll do. Mr. Bacolic. Okay, what? moving on. This is, this is Maria. Go ahead, Maria. Um, just super show. quick. It's okay. <laughs> I haven't, well, I mean, I haven't, I, I tend not to use uh, like zoom as much on my uh, like phone as my computer but what I will say is um, that a, a lot of video meetings that I'm on I've noticed that it seems to be like a mix of whether certain people use the raise hand feature and others just actually raise their hands and then the presenters see them raise their hands so um, you know it it's like very possible that you know that Apple or zoom even is just like looking to kind of capitalize on that trend because people like you said it's the hands-free like someone actually which for us right it's a little tricky because we're not gonna know you know so but um it is something that cited folks i i've kind of noticed that sometimes when i've used raise hand and i've been the only one and then i'm like oh i guess i just need to physically raise my hand so just to be aware of that right well any other comments on this we'll move on thank you mr mcculloch mr greg greg yeah, Michael, it may start telling you to stop picking your nose. I know, right? And scratching your head. And... <laughs> okay. Thank you, Greg. Manners. <clears throat> okay, who's next? Something new, somebody new, new issue? This is Roy. Roy, go ahead. I have a tip for anybody that wants to listen to the Super Bowl via uh -huh. the radio. Yes. I found it in the Utunes app, but it actually works with Siri because it's an ESPN station, it's regional anyway for Texas, you can just say play WLXG if you want to hear the game Sunday and it'll play it. Just ask Siri to play WLXG. WLXG. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Roy. Can't wait. <clears throat> Thank you, Roy. Okay, so now y'all are ready for the Super Bowl. Okay. Who's next? Anybody else? New question? It's or Kathy. Kathy. I have a question. Yes. Um, so last week I went to get into um, DoorDash. And as it turns out, I guess I haven't ordered from there for like a year because uh, my credit card number 
was you know I upgraded updated it to the, to the next you know to a new number and when I was trying to put in the new number uh, so I had the kind of the form screen where you have to I think there were like maybe four things you know you had to tell what your oh I'm not going to remember what you call these things but you know your three digit code you have to put that in and you have to right, put your right. but every time I'd come to the credit card number it wouldn't let me put in like 16 numbers. It would get to, I put them all in and it would get to like the third from the last and then it would just stop. And I couldn't, I mean, I went around a couple of times, Paul, you know, got Paul to do it a couple of times. I couldn't figure out, there was just seemed like no way to get those extra numbers in. And I don't know if it was because because the card was similar, but not the same, or I don't know, but I could never update it. And like with, with these places, you can't call anybody. There's no. Right. Um, you know, so it's like my, my life with DoorDash is over because oh, I can't. Oh, no. Okay, hold on. And, Maybe Maria will and say. Then you do... <laughs> hold on. Hold on, Kathy. Go, Maria. Okay. Um. So I don't have this, you know, I haven't experienced with this field yet, but what I will say, uh, I would definitely have the like DoorDash website uh, up in your, in your bookmarks as a secondary because the app has lately, it does this, I'm, I'm kind of not surprised to hear this because it's been doing weird things in terms of like scrolling where like um, sometimes if you go to flick to the left a couple of times to scroll backwards, it'll take you to the beginning. So you have to do a lot of scrolling with the three finger flick up and down and exploring by touch. And then when you go into like a menu, it does this weird thing, especially like if you expand menu categories where it'll like repeat prior menu items before it tells you the next one. It's really weird. And so like, again, you do a lot of like flicking and exploring by touch and I mean, and scrolling and exploring by touch. Yeah. And so I would definitely try it like on the DoorDash website itself, whether in Safari, you know, or iOS or wherever, what other platform, because I have honestly a feeling that that will at the moment work a little better for you and then just use like the app to track your order (laughs) well I think I am using the app I mean no no I'm saying sorry I'm saying to like use the try using the website like doordash.com to update your info and even maybe place the order and then use the app to like just track your order because you might have less of this like scrolling and repeating nonsense in the website. So you mean go into Safari? You don't even mean on the computer. You just mean on my phone, go to Safari, yeah, go I to think, DoorDash.com. Oh, yeah, I think, I mean, I think you should be able to. Yeah, because um, I can't imagine why it wouldn't work. I mean, it might offer you to like open the app, but you don't need to, you know, you can just cancel that out and then stay on the website. I would think so. I um, well, I can't try it right now because of the lovely Braille display lockup issue. <laughs> and I don't want to have speech going while I try and tell you all. But um, yeah, so um, and the irony is, I mean, DoorDash keeps sending me these you know, 50% off, you know, your next three orders. Mm-hmm. I cannot, <laughs> you know, I cannot use it. Sure. All right. Well, good luck, Kathy. I think David had David. Go, David. Oh, just another little tip. I mean, I just just generally for these apps, what I do is I, uh, of course, I set up my Apple Pay on the phone, and I've also have a PayPal account. So 
a lot of times you can just use one of those two payment methods. Um, and so you don't have to worry about updating your credit card in every single app that you might barely ever use and so on. Um, <clears throat> so that might be a little, little pro tip there. I don't know. Pro tip? Um, I was waiting for it. Pro tip. Okay, David. I have a question. Is, is Apple Pay your Apple card or does Apple Pay just mean the way you pay for your apps? Like, uh, it's just a way to register your credit card um, or debit card. Uh, so right. you can use the, uh, well, of course, if you're at a store, you, you, you know, you like tap it on their little device and you use your passcode or your, or your um, face ID or whatever. But if you're doing it on an app, you'll be asked to do your passcode or face ID to confirm. Uh, or you just oh. says double tap the side button, you know, and then <clears throat> it'll confirm that, it, that you really wanted to do that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it does. It's not directly associated with the Apple Card, but uh, so, but you could put your Apple Card on Apple Pay, I suppose. Right, but I, but it's not. I don't have an Apple. Right. It's, it's, it'll use any a Visa or any um, Mastercard, okay. Internet gotcha. Express, um, Discover. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is Maria. Maria. Just to follow up, so while I was muted, I went into Safari since I'm speech only at the moment. Um, so yeah, you have to when you go to DoorDash.com, um, there's it'll prompt you like, do you want to download the app? And you have to click continue in browser. But then and I didn't because I only just did it. But I then saw yeah. just the page and it said like sign in, sign up, and favorites near you and all of that. So hopefully, if you sign in from there, you should. And and I think you know the the Apple Pay thing might solve your issue with the card, but you still might have a headache when it comes. To to you know browsing the menu and things like that and the apps that's what i'm just saying for now right, at least right. Um, you might want to try with the website oh okay oh, and here good i luck. thought it was hopeless oh, i see it's nothing's hopeless <laughs> nothing's yeah. hopeless good luck good luck kathy she's go back to doordash okay with that pro tip. we'll eat again you will eat again <laughs> yes all right very good question all right who's next anybody else who linda Yes. Yes. Um, another Apple question. I had set up Apple recently with my a new credit card, and I went to um, give somebody some money, and I went through the text portion of it and went down to the Apple Pay, and when I tried to pay them, it said something about this was fraudulent. And I was scared to continue, so I didn't. Well, we could try it out. You can send me some money. I mean, <laughs> so it didn't go through, was what you're saying. You right. were trying to send it to a friend, and then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anybody had that issue or any thoughts for Linda? That's interesting. So it said, this is fraudulent. I guess I'll just have to try it with somebody else and maybe send them a dollar. No, I've sent it to you before, Sandra. Yeah, no, we've it tried worked. it before. Yeah. So, yeah, but this is a different card. So I was scared to continue, but I guess yeah, I'll try can, it again. I can, I can send your dollar back. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. And you're Brad. talking about Apple Cash? I missed the beginning uh, of that. Apple Pay. Yeah. Somebody on the other end has to have it enabled. And if they haven't had enabled Apple Pay on their end, they can't receive anything from you because they haven't okay, turned it on. Okay, maybe that's it then. Okay. Yeah, that's it. All right. And then they got to accept it. I sent one to my wife. She never turned it on. 
she never accepted it, and it just sat there and eventually it went away because I was trying it out and I figured, well, that's a safe place to send a dollar. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. You sent her a whole dollar, huh, Brad? A whole dollar. Yes, <laughs> wow. I did. You're... She wouldn't accept it. Well, so wait, wouldn't she get a prompt that you were trying to send her money? She did. She ignored it. Okay. Well, so I mean, the person on the other end may have received a prompt or something. They just didn't do anything with it or, okay. but they have to turn Apple, uh, they have to turn on Apple Cash or whatever it's called on to um, use it. Okay. This is right. Tree. Tree. So, but Brad, you, she didn't get a fraudulent alert or anything, right? She just didn't accept it. No, she said, "Oh, it's from him. I don't want anything from him." <laughs> no, she just didn't want to fool with Apple Apple Cash. She's like, "I don't want to fool with that," so she ignored it. Yeah, I think she yeah. got a fraudulent alert. And I figured I could send it to her, a dollar to her, and it'd end up right back in the bank account that it came out of. But, That's but wait, wait, wait. We're not answering her question. Why did it say fraudulent? I do not know. Yeah, you didn't I get a fraudulent no idea. I have no idea why. That makes yeah. sense. Unless the person on the other end flagged it. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. You might, if because it said that, you might have to check with Apple about that good evening everybody because they could certainly tell you you know what's going on there if that were me i'd be kind of scared too and that's the next thing i would do okay okay linda that's a possibility all right thank you terry so good luck linda you can send me a dollar <laughs> This is Shree. Shree. So I have another question. Um, this is about going into Safari with a Bluetooth keyboard. Okay. Is there a keyboard command to go to the URL like you can do on a computer? Is there a keyboard command for that for the iPhone? I don't know. All right. Would somebody like to answer that Brad, using a Bluetooth? Go ahead, Brad. Did you try Command L? I did. It didn't, did it do it? It didn't take me there. Interesting. Um, try containers. Maybe it's treated as a container. I okay. Don't know. Okay. It's right. been a long time since I've used a Bluetooth keyboard with either of my iOS devices. Greg. Yeah. What about? Uh, well, on a PC, I'd, I'd do Alt in the letter D. Uh, maybe Command D. Well, I, I could try all 26 letters and eventually try. <laughs> well, I mean, command L is like related to the Mac command, I think. is what control Brad, L. No, no. Uh, Stop while we're ahead. Okay. So command L didn't work. So I don't think it worked. I, I, that was the first one I tried was command L. Okay. Figure it out. Yeah. Tell us what happens next, next time. Okay. To be continued. All right. Last one minute question. Anybody? No. Kelsey? Kelsey. I have a LinkedIn question that has been bothering me for quite some time now. Okay, hurry, hurry, go. The question is when you're trying when you're using groups within LinkedIn and you're trying to make a comment, I've noticed that the text field is not voiceover friendly. So you double tap on it to, to try and type and it just won't 
it, it's acting like there's no text field there. All right. So anybody use LinkedIn with voiceover? Okay. I've, I mean, I've used it, but I haven't used, I haven't commented in a group in a while, <laughs> but it's, it's very possible. I would definitely, if, if you, I'll have to try that and see if I experience it. But if, um, if you're like consistently reproducing it, I would definitely do like an app feedback thing and like report that over to them. Okay. All right. Way to go, Kelsey. We got it right under the wire. Yes. Who's that? Tree? It wasn't me. Oh, somebody. Okay. All right. Keep blaming Tree. Okay. So. I'm in the waiting room. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So with that, Maria, thank you for helping me facilitate tonight. It's pretty busy. And um We want to remind everybody real quick of upcoming events. Tomorrow's Clubhouse iBug Mini Buzz from 5 to 6 Central Time. Thursday, the book club. Start reading uh, Sapiens, A Brief History of Mankind. And the book is not brief. It's about 17 hours. But I know you can finish. It's 81335. Go get it on Vard and start now. Then the movie is His Girl Friday for Friday. How cool is that? iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. And the movie, I believe the year is 1940. So it's a classic, all right? So it's going to be really cute. It's a romantic comedy, murder, and all kinds of good stuff. So that's Friday. Then Saturday is the iBug Cafe, and we're talking about voiceover settings. I stand corrected. So it's voiceover settings, lots of detailed information there. Come for that. And then that will end our week for this week. So we will see you all soon. Come back next week. On Valentine's Day. Oh, how Aww. romantic. We'll all be Aww. together. Happy birthday, Maria. Yes, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank all right, you. y'all. Have good night, a good y'all. night, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for all your what help and participation. Bye-bye. Bye. Stay well. Happy birthday, Maria. Good job.